Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Football Ramble Playoff Special delivered by Papa John's, the official pizza partner of the Football League. Papa John's, better ingredients, better pizza. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, we're previewing the first legs of the Football League Playoffs. Uh, Pete... What have you got for us, straight off the bat? Straight off the bat, uh, Papa John's, right? They're running a VIP playoff competition. Just get yourself to papajohns.co.uk forward slash football and sign up to be in the running uh, for two VIP tickets, a tour of Wembley, including the changing rooms pre-match, a tour of broadcasting facilities courtesy of Sky Sports, a night stay at the Wembley Hilton Hotel, complimentary travel, and, get this, a photo with the playoff trophy. Are no we allowed way. to touch it? Are we not allowed to touch it? We just don't know, but you'll find out on the day. Just to be sure, don't touch it, Pete. <laughs> Uh, stay away from it. If yeah. in doubt, don't and touch the trophy. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, let's kick off with the championship players. It seems like a good place to start, so we'll go there. Mm. Uh, Brighton versus Derby. The four clubs, of course, in the championship players are Brighton, Derby, Wigan, and QPR. Derby finished third. Brighton nicked in on the, on the last day mm. of the season. Jim uh, Derby, eh? Solid all throughout the season since McLaren took over. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Derby, I, I read today, Derby. Have scored a lot of late goals as well um, so good under pressure no it's not that they've scored a lot of late goals they have scored a lot of late goals but also they've come from behind quite a lot I think more than anyone else in the championship no so way. Yeah. This, I think this, this game's going to be going to be great but I'm, I'm kind of conflicted about it because I've just moved to Brighton so I don't know oh, whether right. I want them to get into the Premier League uh, or stay in the championship so it's easier to go to the games. I figure if they're in the Premier League, it'd just be harder to get tickets and it'll cost more. They have got a nice new stadium, though, so it is mm. kind of... Is it new anymore? Room. Yeah, yeah I think new. it still counts. In the grand scheme of things. There are some stadiums in the Football League that are over 100 years old. It's definitely... <laughs> it's definitely <laughs> hey. I mean, you might say they're selfish from my point of view. You know, yeah. They probably need to repay for that stadium. But, yeah. you know. I mean, during the match, during the playoff match, I would recommend not leaving early. If you are going to watch yeah, a Brighton match, because you need... Uh, well, it's an interesting match. Especially if you're an away fan, travelling all the way down from Derby. Jim's mm. right about Derby. They've come back. I think they've got 22 points from losing positions, which is the highest in, in the league. Amazing, isn't it? Very good. Their, their record against Brighton is also pretty good. They beat Brighton at Brighton. Um, and they also beat them at home at Pride Park as well, 1-0. Played them in January, beat them 1-0. I, I think Brighton's problem will probably be I mean the heartbreak they had last year as well I mean they, they mm. went out to, to Palace didn't they mm. first leg was nil-nil and the second leg Wilfred Zaha just turned it on in the last 15-20 minutes mm. and scored a couple yeah. and put them out um, but, <clears throat> so the, but the problem was then I think that, 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 that happened last year and they were sort of almost favourites really because Watford had that disappointment Brighton were pretty consistent and seen as favourites and it was really heartbreaking for them to go out to their local rivals but I mm. think this year they're quite, they feel quite pleased to be there and it will be less pressure on them I think I don't think they'll be taking anything for granted but Brighton Brighton's problems are that they 
They don't score enough goals. They haven't scored yeah. many. They've only scored 55 this season. Just six teams have scored less than them in the whole division. Yeah, Craig McCall smith has been injured. I think that's the lowest in the top half as well. Yeah. Um, they really, really heavily rely on Ojoa, don't they? Uh, Ojoa, the Argentinian forward. Yeah, he's, uh, he's got, um, he's got like, 16. loads of their goals. Like 14 league goals this season, 16 in all competition, I think. Um, so it will be difficult for them. Derby are a decent side. I mean, since, since McLaren took over in September, they've been really, really strong. Mm. And you would probably Derby's got the most goals in the whole championship. Yeah, you'd fancy them, wouldn't you? Yeah. But um, then, but then Brighton have con- uh, have only conceded forty, which is the best defensive record in the league, Pete. Well, they've got, so got the best scorers against the best defenders. Well, that late goal they scored to get them into the playoffs. Oh yeah, <laughs> I felt so so sorry for Reading. Oh, like partly yeah. a pitch invasion. Everyone thought they'd done enough, and yeah. then Aloha. You shouldn't uh, be pitch invading the uh, getting into the playoffs, though, should you? Oh, I don't know. I think, I think that's think so, good, yeah. especially yeah, when you've not enough. actually got into the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, no, particularly then. Yeah. I think yeah, any, don't do any that any if that hasn't happened. Yeah, but. I think that's maybe the bigger point I'm making. It must be strange in a game like that. I was watching the highlights of the Reading Burley game, and like. When like the Burnley players kept clearing it off the line really, really late on, like mm. as a Reading player, it must be so difficult to just not take that personally. As if <laughs> as like, you've got nothing left to play for. You're already you up. Just really not want us to get into the why, playoffs. Why are you why showing are you so much for? professional integrity? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, you on, on Derby <clears> side, you do forget that you know. That obviously, we, uh, we're going to probably go on to talk about Bryson and stuff, and he scored the hat trick in the um, in the, the Derby Derby match. Mm. Uh, the Derby Derby match, yes. and uh, before that match, they hadn't scored in like three hours of footballers you know they Derby have gone periods of time, time this, uh, this yeah. season where they just have not put in any sort of performances so I mm. think it's uh, it's rather mm. uh, decent that they managed to get themselves in this position they're in mm. good form though aren't they I mean, you look mm. at, look into the playoffs and you, you look at teams going into the playoffs and you think and we'll talk a bit about League 2 in a bit, in a bit and, and York City and what they've done mm. the, the momentum that you carry into the playoffs is really important and, and I, I appreciate what you're saying uh, Pete but Derby are in good form and they, mm. they're unbe- unbeaten six they've won five mm. of their last six as well and they also know that they've beaten and Brighton twice already this season, yeah. which is massive for them. And given the amount of goals that, that Brighton um, that Brighton don't tend to score, I think it's going to be difficult for them. Well, it's interesting yeah. that Derby have, have got 13 points more than Brighton. Yeah. And they've, I mean, they've really clung on to that third spot for most of it. Them and QPR have swapped third and fourth at times. Um, but, but Derby were going for an automatic spot up until... Well, reasonably. Well, they started reasonably. off really well in the McLaren, didn't they? It was very well. Yeah, you, you thought maybe they could they could push on through, but that kind of momentum, it, it, as we've seen with Late Nor and, and Roma, two teams yeah. often uttered in the same <laughs> sentence. Yeah. Um, it is very difficult to keep that yeah. um, throughout. But you're right; they are going into um, the playoffs in good form. But Brighton, have, have, you can argue, got momentum. Though. With Derby, is it not almost better though that their form fell away and they didn't just miss out on an automatic place in a sort of heartbreaking yeah. fashion? Because yep. now they can gear up for the playoffs. Mm. That, that, that was what their expectation and their aim was towards yeah. the end of it. So there's no disappointment there. It becomes an objective that's been achieved rather than something you've missed <laughs> out on. And obviously, we've you know, as we mentioned earlier, they've got 22 points from losing positions so they're clearly they're good under pressure they're in good form and McLaren's, I think McLaren's huge experience of winning things as well absolutely mm-hmm. and I, I think they're the best team they're the best team in the playoffs and yeah I, I'd also be interested in, in the comparison between um, Gus Boye and uh, Oscar Garcia I mean mm-hmm. Gus Boye I mean if Gus Boye was managing Brighton still you'd probably fancy him to, to do it because yeah. he's, he's so good in cup competitions and knockout football that's right yeah. um, but I don't know obviously Garcia isn't is an experience and you don't know whether whether he'll be able to sort of deliver the same effect, mm. but um, either way, it's difficult. It's always difficult for the team who just nips in there at six because they got to play yeah. the third best team. And as Marcus rightly says, they are clearly the third best team in the division. There's mm. no, there's no joking around. There's no, no discrepancy um, there. They really are. Uh, Brighton, uh, uh, sorry, go on. Brighton also have the motivation of not experiencing what they experienced last year, though. So I mean, 
all this stuff might mean nothing when it comes to it on the pitch. Yeah, true. And, and you've you got to remember that uh, Oscar <laughs> Garcia's got a, a fairly decorated footballing career, you know, four La Liga titles and like yeah, a right. billion different European clubs. Yeah. Yeah, when, br- when you put it like that. <laughs> I, I, I regard him as being a bit of like an Amiobi kind of guy because he's, right? he's, he's got two brothers. One and the other brother played for Barcelona as well. And, uh, Oscar the Chelsea player, isn't his brother? <laughs> <laughs> and his other brother uh, didn't manage to break through to, oh, is that right? uh, to, oh, the, to the, the Barcelona the actor team. Andy Garcia. <laughs> <laughs> it just reminds me of uh, Tommy Amiobi in Iceland, like the outcast yeah. of the three. Mm. Pretty much the same, apart from the winning the La Liga and stuff. Yeah, I know someone who's played in Iceland before, so I can that, that, well, vouch yeah. for it. That connects. <laughs> yeah. that connects. And it's not him, by the way. I've it? been to Iceland before, so that's Have you? Fine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Peter, yeah. there are many things that don't make you think of Tommy Amiobi. No, <laughs> it's just no, not his own in Iceland. Buses, no, no. horses. Because I'll be honest, I was racking my brains at how you were going to shoot him into this, but you've done very well. <laughs> yeah, again. Well, well done, three brothers who play professional football. Yeah. That's about as close as you can get. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. very true. Um, I like what um, Oscar Garcia has done at Brighton, and I'm sure a lot of the Brighton fans have as well. He said, when I arrived here, I didn't know much about the league, the players, or a lot of things. Um, so it shows uh, what a great achievement it is. What's this green stuff then? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hand it to him and he gives me... Oh, no. um, uh, yeah, he's, I mean, he's done remarkably well as, as, as Oscar Garcia. I mean, as he says, to come and not have a clue with what's going on, to get the footballing culture, hmm. as well as, as the well. culture in England as well. He's settling in in his personal life. Absolutely hmm. marvellous. Um, uh, while we're on quotes, Steve McLaren. I thought this quote started well... And then sort of Did tails off. D- descend into incomprehensible... Did it just uh, descend into incomprehensible Dutch? It didn't, I'm afraid. <laughs> ah. He said, the season begins for us now. We have done nothing yet. And I thought, yeah, big words. We like that. And then he went, we've got a ticket for the lottery. And we hope <laughs> it is a lucky one. <laughs> this is not luck. Yeah, this is over no. two games. Yeah. Yeah. I, so much to make sure McLaren knows that they've got to play. Mm. <laughs> they're not just going to get drawn out of a hat. Well, I mean, it's ridiculous. Really, well, imagine they turn up for the first game and, and McLaren just sat there in front in the front of the TV looking at his watch what time what time's it starting then <laughs> no we've got to play making the draw where's Dale Winton why have you brought why have you brought dice yeah it's confusing yeah I know I, I mean it's ridiculous when a penalty shootout is described as a lottery mm. a two legged affair <laughs> yeah should not I mean that's two no, 90 it, minutes it's impo- yeah it's impossible to play more football within the rules of the sport <laughs> it couldn't be less of a lottery <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, Steve, but, but, when, you, but when Matthew Upson's facing you He's done well, and he's Brighton's player of the year at 35. Yeah, with torn ligaments. With with no ligaments. They went in, I think, (laughs) after that Germany game in the 2010 (laughs) World Cup, they were gone, in which he scored. Another achievement Mm. for the big defender. I forgot that. I think we all have tried... (laughs) Uh, uh, That'll be why, actually um, uh, Former Man United keeper Thomas Kujak's had a good season as well Um, He he didn't have a great one against (laughs) Forrest He won his own net, didn't he? If you're going to do it, do it then I'll get that one out of the way Yeah, but he loves exciting football And he thought, ah, this isn't exciting enough Chuck it in and, uh, yeah. and the big man, Ujoa, should uh, should do the business. And he did. <laughs> and he flipping well did, um, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Pete, you mentioned uh, Craig Bryson um, for Derby earlier. He's been very important. 16 goals from midfield. Yeah, he's Crazy. been one of the best midfield players in that division. Will no Hughes. Yeah, Will Hughes, the 19-year-old. He's been linked with a number of Premier League clubs. <clears throat> Seven under-21 under caps as well. And you've got to mention Chris Martin. Not the Coldplay singer. No. Um, the Derby County striker. he scored 23 goals. I like Patrick Bamford as well, on loan from Chelsea. Oh, he's, he's very good. Very yeah. impressive at Milton Keynes-Dons. Mm. Always scored goals. Whenever he's gone on loan, he'll be important for them as well. Mate, mine's a Derby fan. He was good on about him. Yeah, there'll be important loan players 
around this um, playoff picture because, of course, um, QPR have got Tom Carroll and mm. one or two others. So, um, Ravel Morrison. Uh, Wigan have got Nick Powell from A&R. Yeah, of course, they've got... Uh, well, yeah, well, let's move on to Wigan QPR. Um, uh, Wigan booked their place in the playoffs with a few games to spare. Um, they were another one um, like... Uh, well, I suppose like Brighton and Derby. They, they kind of came up, um, uh, haven't been... Weren't in the top half for, mm. for for all of it. They were around mid December. They were fifteenth. So uh, they've done very well indeed. But talking about the whole momentum thing, they go into this one having only won four of their last twelve league matches. Yeah, they're an interesting team, Wigan, because of course they lost Roberto Martinez after the sort of glory of the FA Cup final after being relegated. Uh, they lost one or two important players as well, and it's taken Uwe Rosner, who did a good job at Brentford, time to find his feet, and, mm. and now he is starting to do that. And then they started to really go for it, didn't they? And they had a really good run in the FA Cup. Uh, I was I was actually impressed with them against Arsenal. I was at that game in the yep. semi final. I know I was very impressive uh, and then they had a real wobble and they, and they sort of stuttered over the line only won two of their last six um, but that, they're a good team I think I, I, I genuinely think they're a really good team mm. the, the problem for them is they need to sort their defence out in a big way I mean the last game of the season they lost 4-3 to Blackburn in a ridiculous yeah. game conceding <laughs> goals all over the place not even bothering with defending it was almost like they knew they were in the playoffs they just didn't want to get injured or something it's a surprise yeah. because if you, if you look at their back line I mean they've got Carson or Al Habsi and goal both have, have featured experience quite players, heavily yeah. very experienced and then, and then uh, defenders you know Bozer, your Perch Boyce and Barney have all got Premier League previous yeah, mm. so it's quite a surprising. If one. you're talking about Premier League experience, then what about this for a, for a stat for you? Go on. QPR, uh, obviously Wigan's opponents in the Premier in the uh, Championship semi-final playoff. Uh, Three thousand eight hundred and eighty-six Premier League appearances in their squad. That's incredible. That is absolutely unbelievable, isn't that, it? it? That really is. The, the, the harrowing stat for your QPR fan is a, a higher wage bill than Borussia Dortmund and spent more money than Atletico Madrid. Yeah. <laughs> Dortmund were in last year's Champions League final. Uh, Atletico were in this year's Champions League final. Limped to a 1-0 over Wigan in March. Ben Ayun scored the only goal. Uh, and the other time they played at Wigan, it was nil-nil. Well, you look at you said about the Premier League experience. I mean, here's a list of names. Danny Simpson, Armand Troyer, Richard Dunn, Clint Hill, Neda Manua, um, Sean Wright Phillips, Joey Bart, Nico Cranshaw... Uh, junior Hoylet, Yossi Benayoun, and, and Andrew Johnson up front um, with Bobby Zamora. Jermaine Genus um, has also played, but obviously he's suffered a bad injury. Got, I mean, there's a lot of months. Premier League experience in there, but it is throwback Premier League experience, isn't it? <laughs> it is. It um, is like a, a bit of a nostalgia in the Premier League, one. So now I'm commanding ridiculous wages yeah. Yeah. for. It's, it's true, like, but there is one or two. I mean, it's like QPR are getting the band back together. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I genuinely think that QPR are going to fight it tough because Wigan are a good knockout team. Yeah. They beat Man City at the Etihad. Mm. You, know, you don't do that if you're not decent. And Absolutely. Nigel Adkins, the quarter, saying that you know he's the be- uh, that Wigan are the best um, mm. football team that he's faced in the championship this season. You sort of think, well, he's a man. Who knows, who knows how to get yeah, team Well, up, he's you know? managing the Premier League, of course. <laughs> um, uh, will Espinosa and, and, and Juan Carlos Garcia of Wigan be distracted? They've made the uh, Honduras World Cup squad. They probably knew they were going to make the squad. You don't know, you know want an injury idea. No, exactly. <laughs> but at the same time, surely you'd be on such a high and having such a big showpiece occasion just before yeah. the World Cup, which everyone just going absolutely crazy is going to be going to be brilliant for them. Surely, I really like Espinosa. He's mm. a, he's a Latin American uh, wing back. Yeah, that's. European for winners. He didn't say anything else. <laughs> I mean, usually a lot of people say that like the sixth player sometimes has the, even though perhaps they don't deserve to be in, mm. in, in you know prime position to actually go up. Sixth player always seems to have the uh, momentum because they've made like a, a final last dart up the table. Like yeah. I said earlier, yeah. I mean, I mean, statistically, I think the third place team more often than not do go up. Mm. I was reading yeah, earlier that it was something like thirty six percent of third place teams yeah. go up through the playoffs, which is obviously disproportionate. Mm. So it does seem to be. Quite, you, you do. It does seem to suggest that you have to over, overhaul third right. if you want to get up 
through the playoffs and I think that's a quite a fair way of doing mm. it then it showed that the numbers bear that out but if you look at last season Crystal Palace came fifth and went up yeah they they they, they snuck past Brighton Leicester City, Leicester City obviously went out to Watford and then um, and then big Kevin Phillips who's announced his retirement this season that's right, yeah. scored a penalty in extra time so it doesn't always happen but I, I think in that QPR Wigan game, I think it's a really interesting balance because you've got such a lot of experience in QPR. And let's, forget, let's not forget as well, Redknapp is a really experienced manager, but Wigan are a good knockout team. And, they, and, they know, and Uwe Ross, I've been so impressed with how he can set a team up, especially when they've got to do a containing job like they did against Arsenal, for example. They beat Manchester City. And against Man City. Uh, you know, so in it'd, Manchester. It'd be a very yeah. interesting one. And, I mean, they're the team with the most experience of those high-pressure games in the playoff because they've had these cup runs and because they won the FA Cup last season. So, Indeed. you know... What do you? I mean, QPR. They would have expected to go straight back up under Harry Redknapp with his, mm. his huge budget, and they might still do. They might still do. For that reason, though, they're under the most pressure. That's yes. What you could argue. But how disappointed will they be if they don't go up? I mean, is, is it a disaster? Because I mean, like I say, the facts about a high wage bill and spent more money than I think. And... I think it will be the end of Redknapp at QPR. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course it will. Yeah. That much money spent on them, and you know, I'm I think you'll sure... walk away. Though I genuinely do. I, I think. Think there's maybe this is unfair, but there's a lot of players at that club who they'll still be picking up a big wage. Mm. They can, can still plod along quite happily. Um, well, who knows? Obviously, for the, for the yeah, I mean, that's insane. I mean, even even big that's Phil crazy. Phil Scolari said to him, "Look, I, I want to pick you for the squad. You've got to play somewhere." So he's gone to what, Canada or something. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yep. it's it is absolutely remarkable down there <laughs> um, with, with QPR. But I mean. F- they have been, but they—I mean—they have been fairly consistent all season. in the top six, but I, I don't know. I don't know. It'd be very, very interesting. But I think it is a nice lineup actually in in, in the championship: yeah, Brighton, Derby, and, and Wigan, QPR. Yeah. Mm. Um, so very much looking forward to, um, to that one. The second legs will be on the 11th and 12th um, of May, uh, and of course the, the first legs will be on um, the 8th and 9th. Um, in, in League One on the 10th of May, uh, Peterborough kick off against Leighton Orient. Mm. This is not the French league. We should point out. It, what, sorry? This is not League 1. No, it isn't League 1. No, otherwise, League otherwise League otherwise League are not involved. No, they aren't. Um, Lorient. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, nearly, yeah, though. confusion could set in. Well, that's yeah. true, isn't it? Um, the Posh. I love that nickname, um, the Peter Rizzi name, the Posh. Mm. They finished seven points above seventh, but 11 points behind fifth. So it's safe to say they've probably been about the sixth best team in the division. <laughs> yeah, it's a funny little... Uh, couldn't be more sixth later on. Really <laughs> weirdly uh, satisfying, that, isn't it? It looks like a lot of teams have, like, had, you know, take a uh, points cut or something. <laughs> Some oh, yeah, that's right. left yeah. a big chasm. What's happened? Yeah. Um, now, Darren Ferguson uh, said after... To their draw with Port Vale on the weekend. Can now, I have a go at being Man United? Yeah. <laughs> I must be next on the list. That Is it be... like being the Queen? <laughs> He's not Robbie Savage. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe he is. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I've never seen them together. Mm. Um, he said, now it is all about the playoffs and I love being involved in them. Good, man. That's what we're here. McLaren. That is what it's about. Take yeah. note, Steve McLaren. Yeah. No lottery here. No, Matt McLaren was enjoying being in them. Yeah. He's just got to think... Like a warm bath. I'm enjoying being in this warm bath. <laughs> Don't want to be in it for any longer than ten minutes, though. The, the great thing, league the great wrinkly. The great thing about Orient and Peter being matched together is that um, they took part in an absolutely crazy game during the league season proper back mm. in February. Leighton Orient were 1-0 up with two minutes to go and Peter were 1-2-1. <laughs> one, one. Oh, yeah. And it was at Orient as well. <laughs> and that man, Asson Malonga, who scored 150,000 goals this season. <laughs> and he's uh, also got probably, probably the most satisfying name to say in England. Britta Zombolonga. It's a great name. It's, it's a fantastic name. And, uh, 32 goals. 
Yeah, they really, really <laughs> rely on him, though. Oh, they do. And, and, and the next best scorer is it has seven, which is um, <laughs> I think it's refreshing to have a, you know a, a, a one player you know getting all the goals because yeah. modern football is all about scoring from midfield. Yeah, and and we talk about the momentum thing in the championship and, and how important it is. And Sorry, that, I should say that Tommy Rowe thinks they're the next best goal scorer. Yeah, he, he scored in that game as well. Um, yeah. The Leighton Orange momentum, they, they were top. I think they were top the whole time until about February. Yeah. And they had a really, really bad mm. march. And they ended up coming third by a good amount of points, like eight or nine points. Mm. Um, so momentum-wise, they may be sort of having... A, their manager will do it. And really, then he just got third. Yeah, and he'll have to do a really good job of, 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 of getting out of their mind that they should have been promoted already. And if they can get over that... Because, of course, Wolves have been really good and consistent. And Wolves sort of stayed on their coattails for a long time before yes, pulling away. True. But Leighton Orient will be have to make sure they don't think, oh, we should be up already here. Yeah, I mean, Wolves, is like you say, over 100 points and, and, and Brentford got second place pretty comfortably as well. So, it was, I mean, it's no disgrace finishing third for Cronin. And I think they have a club record points tally of 86 um, points in third place. Oh, they Russell's played done a really good job. Yeah, yeah and, and Kevin Nugent as well, his, um, his, assist, his assist, assistant, yeah. um, uh, who knows the club inside out, I mean, played for them as well. Could you argue that he's been the difference? Yeah, no. he's, he's not, not David. the real difference. Not David he's Nugent. not the real difference. He's a difference. You could say. <laughs> um, whatever the hell that means, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but they did clinch it on goal difference from Rotherham, and they're at one point above Preston. Um, so it will be interesting because it, it's often those little sways here and there that in, they got Peterborough instead of Preston or Rotherham. Mm-hmm. And like I say, you know, going on league form, Preston and Rotherham are, are probably better sides than Peterborough. Um, well, they are definitely. Well, they, they are definitely, right? yeah. Absolutely. And Leighton Orient made pretty uh, short work of Peterborough at Peterborough as well. I mean, they, I mean, this was when they were in that amazing run. This was way back in November, but they beat them pretty handily. Yeah, I mean, Russell Slade, uh, like you said, he's done a great job. He's won Manager of the Month twice this season, and he's sounding serious. These are big words. He said, yes, of course we're planning for the championship. That's the only thing in my mind is planning for that. We've even got a little poster up of Churchill. We'll do it together. It's like the little war room. It's where I plan and plot, and it's where I spend most of my life at the moment. Oh, that is wow. serious stuff. It's very wow. serious. I'm yeah. a bit yeah. worried about him. If, <laughs> I was, if I was playing against one of his teams, I'd be nervous. Yeah, you would yeah. be, wouldn't you? I've got a little poster with a cat that's uh, hanging off a washing line. It says, hang in there, baby. And, oh, uh, not, as, not as intimidating. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, what about the evergreen Kevin Lisby with 18 goals? Great stuff. Yeah. Isn't it just? <laughs> isn't it, it's so lovely, isn't it? when you uh, delve into the lower leagues and you find a man like that who's who's yeah. uh, doing very well. Not just teetering out in the Premier League or something. Like, like when that. Peter Beagrie was absolutely yeah. tearing it up in his later years. Absolutely. Brilliant. Absolutely. Brilliant. Damn right. Dave Mooney's chipped in with 21 mm. goals. Vital, vital contribution. Well, Dave yeah. Mooney sounds like a Wayne Rooney from another universe. <laughs> Kevin Lis- didn't Kevin Lisby essentially get a brand new contract to Charlton for scoring a hat-trick against Liverpool? <laughs> Remember? <laughs> well, that's fair enough, isn't it? They beat, they beat Liverpool 3-2 and uh, he scored a hat-trick. Great hat trick. He was he was rapido quick, Kevin Lisby. Yeah, and I think the club just got so carried away. They're like, right, new contract. <laughs> get, him, get him signed on quick. Back to the farm uh, I, I, every week. I imagine like the other players are thinking he's on a five year deal already. <laughs> What's happening here? So maybe he'll get a new contract. Again. That's the player. Yeah, that's the Charlton. Yeah. yeah, player agents uh, make, making whispers, isn't he? After the game, oh no, he's going to go away. Yeah, exactly. Better sign him up. Better tie him down. Um, uh, Darren Ferguson. He's one manager of the month for April. Is his team one? five out of seven matches they won the Johnson's Paint Trophy final at the end of March as well and he has previous of, of winning the playoffs with Peterborough 2010-2011 we talk about momentum yeah again blimey O'Reilly <laughs> <laughs> 
Pete, what more do you want going de- into the playoffs? They're definitely my favourites for that particular day, I think. Despite, yeah, I mean, but it is interesting because Orient, I think Leighton Orient have been the third best team in that, in that division. But, as we've mentioned there, Peterborough have got fantastic momentum. Well, it's an interesting time, and Pete, Pete's fair in what he says, but, but the, the stats would say that Leighton Orient score more goals. They concede less goals, yeah. Um, so they and they've obviously finished much higher up in the league, a good twelve yeah. points higher than Peter. But but this, it's Leighton Orient's form has been pretty much bedrocked on the first five or six months of their season. Yeah. So it depends if they can, like I said at the top of this bit, whether they can overhaul the fact that they, they've not been promoted already, which they clearly expected to happen mm. for the first five or six months of the season. So it'll be interesting. Well, we'll see if uh, the planning for the championship is futile or not. Um, Preston versus Rotherham. 435th. I'm struggling here, aren't I? Um, Preston manager uh, Simon Grayson said their loss on the last day to crew won't affect their confidence going into the playoffs. You'd hope not, certainly. Round of applause for groundsman Pete Ashworth. Yes, groundsman of the year. Groundsman of the year. Um, They missed out on third place as a result of that, though. Uh, Their home form has. Their groundsman was too good. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that's it. Uh, For fair play rules. Cruz tiki taka. The good news is you got groundsman of the year. The bad news is it comes with a three-point penalty. Yeah. <laughs> We're sticking a pitchfork into your league form. Yeah. Oh, liking your work, It's a beautiful, Peter. beautiful landscape pitch, but the rockery, you know, <laughs> it breaches illegal. the rules. Yeah. Um, uh, Preston's home form has been decent of late. They've won five, the last five scoring 18. But uh, again, we've got some lovely quotes for you this week, ladies and gentlemen. Grayson has demanded perfection from his team, saying we are working towards being perfectionists if possible. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Wow. Which would suggest that they're not going to get there. <laughs> I looked up um, I looked up these two results between each other, Preston versus Rotherham, 3 all in February, and, yeah. uh, and the first week or two of the season it was nil-nil. Nothing between them. Not a cigarette paper between them. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be very interesting to see what happens. Yeah, indubitably. In, in um, uh, Joe Garner scored 23 goals um, for Preston. He's uh, He's been the only real prolific forward this season despite the others um, having plenty of appearances between them they're forwards that is um, so he, he's certainly one to watch there um, Rotherham Steve Evans in charge big Stevie Evans yeah, former controversial Crawley. character <laughs> yeah, indeed, yeah. Controversial. must be nice to the fella yeah Crawley Town um, former their former boss there he took them up from League 2 last season could do a double promotion if they were in the playoffs of course which would be a, a fantastic mm. achievement yeah people find him quite you know uh, quite a divisive character but he seems to know how to play he knows the leagues, didn't he? Yeah. I, I think, uh, yeah, at a certain level, he's. I mean, do you remember when um, I think it was Crawley drew Manchester United in the cup? Yeah, and mm. he was just all he would talk about before the game was like, oh, "I'm looking forward to having my glass of wine with with that Alex after the game." It's like you got to play a game first. <laughs> Wasn't he? He's a bit saying, big time. Oh, they won't want to come here. They yeah, won't come yeah. Here. you're right. They won't. Yeah, they literally won't. <laughs> <laughs> they're not scared. They just don't want to come. It's difficult. We're not on sat nav. <laughs> they, they can't be bothered. They're not interested. That's why. That is why. Um, Rotherham assistant Paul Rayner said that the pressure will be on Preston, who are the bigger club. He's got a point there, hasn't he? I mean, Preston yeah. probably shouldn't be down in League One. They're in the championships for so long as well. Mm. Well, apparently Preston have never been promoted in a playoff. Yeah, they've been they've appeared be a... in the playoffs eight times. And I think they've reached the final three times and they've never gone up through the playoffs. Wow. So there's some sort of mental block there. That's got to be a worry. Yeah, indeed. Indeed. Well, um, the second legs uh, of those two will be on the 13th and the 15th of May. Both uh, first legs will be on the 10th. Um, so, interesting stuff in League One. In League Two, though, um, again on the 10th of May, York City face Fleetwood Town. York manager Nigel, Wor- Nigel Worthington has dubbed Fleetwood the Manchester City of League Two and warned that his players need to be at their very best. Um he, again, another choice quote for you, ladies and gentlemen. He said, they're the Manchester City of our league with a wealthy chairman who has spent money, so we will need to be on our best behaviour. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 
He's not only spent a lot of money, he's very strict. <laughs> Especially on politeness. Yeah. And punctuality. Let's respect his wealth. But don't make say, him angry. Mi- don't spill anything. <laughs> there were mainly, like, there was 13 free transfers in and the rest, you know, weren't a huge amount of money. Is it mainly wages in that, in that sort of... It uh, must be, yeah. It must, it must be. I, I, find, I find League Two... <laughs> League Two's been a fascinating division this year because the... the, the there's been a couple of teams who've done really well, of course, been promoted automatically, but then there's a massive group of teams who have been separated by just a few points here and there. And obviously, the team I support, Portsmouth, who fl- flirted with relegation for a long time, ended up finishing banging mid-table, could have finished ninth on the last mm. of their season. Mm. I don't think um, until three games to go whether they were out of the playoff picture altogether anyway. Yeah. Um, I fear for Burton in this um, in this uh, playoff picture purely because they're the only team in the playoffs who didn't do the double over Portsmouth. Right. <laughs> and, 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 and they're playing South End. Yeah. Always, and if, always a sign of Yeah. And, and if you can't even do that, I think you'd probably best not even turn up. <laughs> Every South other End. team involved beat, beat Pompey twice. Yeah. South End have got the Phil Brown effect as well. Oh, whoa. Can, Phil can Golden you, Brown. There is not a manager in the playoff <laughs> picture in all these divisions looking forward to going to Wembley more. <laughs> well, no, if absolutely. he gets there. If he gets there. Yeah, That's well, where he belongs, do you remember Jim. When, uh, do you remember when he kept Hull in the Premier League and he celebrated by uh, driving around America on a Harley Davidson? Yeah. What's he going to do if he gets South End promoted? <laughs> Right, well, who knows, mate? The mind boggles. The mind genuinely does boggle. I'm thinking one in Russia. But if you look one at, end to the yeah. other. <laughs> if you look at just the, hit down the road of Siberia, Bo- yeah, down the road of Bones. If you're looking um, for the form teams in, in in League Two playoffs, it's Southend. They've yep. only lost one of their last ten. Yep. But York City, who I think I'm right in saying, I haven't checked, so but feel free to write in. But I think they are in the relegation <laughs> zone on New Year's Day. Amazing. And wow. they've come seventh. They're undefeated in 17 games. And they've uh, they've finished in seventh, and they're going to play Fleetwood in, in the uh, in the playoffs. They've, they've won six and drawn four in the last ten. That is incredible. It's amazing. Mm. I, do, I do have that Sarchevich, um you know, set up for. A, he he must be. Oh, Fleetwood. He Towns, must be man. due for um, playing at a slightly higher level. He's like England C. He was in the Man City youth setup. He's only twenty two. I think. Is he that could, right? He, could, uh, he was in the league team, the league two team of the year. Of course. Yeah. Um, but I mean, again, talking to lower leagues and the names you hear, Nigel Worthington. He's managed Northern Ireland. Yeah. 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 I think yeah. he won the League Cup with Sheffield Wednesday. Mm-hmm. No, there he is down there. And, and Graham Alexander, former Burnley and Scotland man, um, in charge of Fleetwood Town. Lovely mm. stuff. Lovely stuff. And Phil Brown. Graham Alexander took a, used to take a wicked penalty. Mm. Didn't he, Jack? Um, Didn't he never miss one? I don't think he did, no. I don't think he did. Um, Southend are, are a better team than Burton, in my view. I mean, they beat him twice in, in, in the league proper. Um, I think even though both teams finished from the same point, Southend are in a lot better. Burton did experiment, well. though, on the last day a little bit against them. We're still playing football. <laughs> you put it like that, I suppose. Um, and uh, maybe just one more quote to um, to finish. Um, uh, Gary Rao, at the Burton manager, said that uh, I used this match to see how Southend would play, and we've learned a lot from the game, which I'm happy about. That was the last day of the season. He said, I'm not arrogant enough to pick a team, but I believe our style of football will suit us playing away in the second leg and putting pressure on the home team first. Uh, it's confusing me. I'm not arrogant enough to pick a team. Well, don't be a football manager then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. do that. You need to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not picking them. You're the <laughs> page one. No, no. Do it yourself. I'd never be so bold. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let them pick themselves. I'm going to click use assistant manager. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Gary, why did you play? Well, I didn't do a thing, mate. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, it's too easy, isn't it, Peter? It's too How easy. childish of me to pick uh, up um, on that. I've got some correspondence here from, yes, uh, of from some of our listeners. I should who... just say the second legs are the 16th and 17th of May in, in League Two. Sorry, sorry for jumping in there. Right. Um, I've got some correspondence from some um, of our listeners who are fans of play- uh, teams involved in the playoffs. Mm. Um, Chris Clark pulls up, uh, picks up on what you just said, Marcus. As a Southend fan, I hope we get to Wembley. Phil Brown hopes more so, as he's always fancied C 
singing at the stadium. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, David Priest, is a Brighton fan, says, I saw our manager, Oscar Garcia, eating paella at a food festival in town yesterday. I hope he enjoyed it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> we all do. so lovely. Do. It is. Um, a kill. What else? <laughs> uh, ben Feltham says, I fear that we win. Harry gets given another £30 million to spend, and we end up even more of a laughing stock than we are now. I hopefully, hope we gracefully bow out early, <laughs> and Harry limps off into the sunset. As long as you're staying positive, Ben, yeah. that's yeah. the most important well, thing. Hoping um, your own 30 million. Redknapp will get through that very yeah. quickly. Yeah. That's a, that's His dog will get now. through that. <laughs> <laughs> um... Well, I'll finish off with, a, with a, something from Ben Aspinall, who's a York City fan. He says, as a, as a York City supporter, my hope is we continue our unbeaten run of 17 games that saw a shoot-up from a relegation fight into a comfortable playoff spot. I'd love to see us in League One, mixing up with sleeping giants and other overachievers in our dilapidated but characterful grounds. <laughs> Marvellous. <laughs> Come on, City, he says. Marvellous. Um, and I asked on Facebook, actually, what people's hopes and fears were for the playoffs. And Daniel Goodfellow so, so, um, summed it up quite nicely by saying... I hope everyone involved has a lovely time, but I fear everyone might not have a lovely time. <laughs> I don't think everyone can have a lovely time. No, yeah. Because uh, that's just the nature of it. Well, yeah. you can have a lovely time. Let me tell you, though, there's a competition Papa John's is doing. It's their score twice half price deal. If you go to papajohns.co.uk forward slash football and choose a team who you think will score two or more goals in their match, um, of course, if you get that right, then you could get yourself some half priced pizza. Um, I would like to recommend Derby County. Listeners, okay. because yeah. they, they are free scoring, yeah. um, as uh, the stats may, may suggest. Um, uh, Jim, who do you reckon? I have a suspicion Wigan might, might get a couple. I think both of those games are going to be excellent. Mm. It's it's because all the, all the teams are quite high scoring. So It's Rotherham for me. Rotherham? Yeah, Pete? Rotherham, definitely. I'm just Rotherham. looking at a pile of uh, Papa John's pizzas we've got in the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need to score any goals yeah. for them. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even need to make a prediction. Just be in the football ramble, I think. <laughs> <laughs> excellent. Excellent. Um, uh, so, uh, so there we are. Um, uh, Pete, what else have you got? Uh, yes, just a reminder that we are going to be, uh, oh, we, we, I say we, uh, Papa John's are going to be uh, running a <laughs> VIP playoff competition. Go to uh, papajohns.co.uk forward slash football, sign up uh, to be in the running for two VIP tickets, a tour of Wembley, including the changing rooms pre-match, a tour of the broadcasting facilities courtesy of uh, their friends at Sky Sports, a night stay at the Wembley Hilton Hotel, complimentary travel, and yes, the photo <laughs> with the playoff trophy. There's How probably going to be ribbons involved. <laughs> There's probably yeah, going to be always, ribbons attached. Yeah, I do like a, I do like a ribbon. Mm. Well, thank you for listening to the Football Ramble Playoff Special delivered by Papa John's, the official pizza partner of the Football League. Papa John's Better Ingredients, Better Pizza will be back to preview the second legs of the Football League Playoffs on Monday the 12th of May. See you then. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.